to Twisted Tea, a podcast dedicated to some twisted, twisted, twisted tea. This season, we're back in brewing with the most twisted tea you can ever expect. From the sicko sign to middle of nowhere Boston College, whether you're training, busing, riding, walking, crawling, or even flying, you hear things. And we're here to spill it all. I'm Geneve. I'm Bonnie. And we are so glad you're joining us here today. Now let's get sippin'. Hello, everybody. Hi, I'm so excited. Oh my gosh. So you guys probably don't know this, but Bonnie and I are actually, I didn't do the math. If it's like 2,000 miles to go to Boston, we're probably like a 1,000 miles apart, right? Yes. So Bonnie and I are both home in our respective places. I'm in Boise, Idaho. And I'm in Plano, Texas. For those of you who don't go to BU, have been living under a rock, slash, you know, maybe went to Antarctica, because that's probably the only place you wouldn't know what's going on, but COVID-19 slash coronavirus has ended all classes at BU in person for the rest of the semester, and the we were doing, we were originally going to go um, back to campus on the 13th, but now we're just, we're just indefinitely back home, so here we are. We decided it wasn't worth it to not record the podcast. And this is just a really good experience for us to test out new ways of tech and how to do things virtually. And Geneva and I are honestly geniuses because Anchor, they let out or they just opened um, like a way for you to record your podcast from like four different locations so you could invite three friends to hop onto your podcast by download their app followed all their instructions and the freaking app doesn't work so it literally doesn't it just has the ring of death exactly so we found a different way and it's gonna work so perfect and i just feel like a genius right now (laughs) just a moment to like do a little pat on the back pat on the back to myself woman in tech So we are going to take this episode to kind of talk about how things have been changing a lot, how our routines have been a little bit different, but how we're also incorporating some of the normal parts of our routine in a different way. And yeah, just kind of talking through some of our plans and some advice and tips. Yeah, I mean, we just figured that as much as there's so much news going on about the COVID-19, um, it was it's such an integral part of our lives or everyone's lives right now that we like have to talk about it. So this is what we're going to do. Um, let's start off by talking about like our own experiences, finding out about how we have to go online and do remote learning and then getting home and all of that. Do you want to start? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So my friend Dara and I were in Montreal when everything kind of happened And it was kind of crazy because, I mean, I think of Canada as pretty safe. It's just like better America, right? That's what we always quote and say it is. And so we kind of found out that our school was like, you know, if you traveled, you need to like self-quarantine. And we're like, oh, well, we traveled in a car. We didn't really travel by plane, so we're fine. And at first, so I live on campus, um, important kind of side note. So I was allowed to return to campus. I was suggested to not, but I was allowed to. And I was like, you know, I'm going to go back to campus just because even if I did have anything, like I didn't want to risk bringing it home to my family, especially because my, my dad isn't like necessarily like super young. And also he's a diabetic and he used to be a smoker. Just, you know, all the things that are generally not good for like an at-risk population. So I was like, oh yeah, like I'll just stay in Boston. And then about, I think, so if spring break was a week 
week it would be like the following like Wednesday after spring break when classes I say classes in quotes resume to normal they sent out an email and said that everybody needs to go back to their like actual permanent home and so I kind of scrambled last minute and I got a storage unit all the storage units were filled up by the way uh, but I did find out that my entire life's belongings can fit into five by five by four which is very impressive considering everybody calls me a hoarder so I took a flight home on Saturday and I've been home since then that's crazy that you your all your stuff fits in a five by five I don't think like half of my stuff would fit in that <laughs> I just have so like so many clothes it's insane yeah but um I was back home in Texas over spring break and we got that email on Wednesday right or Thursday yeah well we got like Wednesday we got Thursday, an email yeah. about remote learning like midweek um and so I flew home on the uh on a Thursday evening of that spring break and then we got the email about indefinite like remote learning what Saturday or Sunday um, yeah. and so I was like, you know what, I'm going to stick it out in Boston. I have freedom up here. I am independent. Um, I also live off campus, so it's super easy for me to like, just stay in Boston. Um, and I have four roommates up there who are also staying, but after the first two days of online learning and like staying in the house and not doing anything, I was like, I'm going to be so bored up here. I think I'm going to die. Like I, I felt like a big sack of potatoes just laying on my bed, rotting my life away. That was how I felt. Like as much as I tried going onto my um, roommate's balcony to do yoga and I was freezing my ass off um, and I would try to do like workouts in my room and it just wasn't like working and I just, I hated every moment of it. So on Tuesday on a Monday or Tuesday night, it was like two o'clock in the morning, I decided to buy tickets to fly home um, back to Texas. And so I flew back on a Wednesday right after my class uh, in the morning. And I've been here ever since. And I've been loving it. I've been so productive at home. Um, I don't know. This is great. I honestly have, I mean, it's definitely nice to be home. I was really worried about two things. It was aggression and food shortages. And obviously food shortages is more likely to happen than like, uh, like when I say aggression, side note, I watched Contagion when my friend and I were in Canada because we were bored one night and also Contagion is available on Canadian Netflix. And it was just like the worst movie to watch because I just got way too freaked out. This disease in the movie is like way more serious than what's going on right now. Not to say what's going on right now is not serious, but it's like people are like foaming at the mouth and like, you know, everyone is like dying instantly. And so the in the movie, there was like a lot of people like throwing chairs at windows to get things. And I was like, oh my God, like if that happens, like I don't want to be here alone. Like I can't fight for my life like that. Like I'm definitely, <laughs> um, uh, what is it? Fight or flight. I'm the flight response. So I was a little worried about that, but I mean, it was it ended up being fine. I got home pretty safe. I mean, right now I'm in my own, like, what is this called? My parents have put me in quarantine just because they're, you know, they can't be too sure. So I just like spend a lot of time in my room, but that has transcended into me being an avid spring cleaner. I have cleaned out so many things. I like divide it up by like shelves or like little sections. So like one day I'll do like however many shelves of my bookshelf. And then my closet's just like this big master, this big master, this big mess that I have to <laughs> conquer. But I truly believe that I will be able to do it within the next like two weeks. 
aren't your parents like super paranoid and like over the top which is like what they're they should be doing um compared to like what my mom is like (laughs) oh my gosh I don't even like let me just give you a taste like a lot of people are like oh you know my friend of a friend's like tested positive and like they've been eating with their parents so basically what happened was when I got home so I was already wearing the surgical face masks on the plane because I had a ton of them from when I went back from here to Boston because we were already uh, like stressed out about flying when the when COVID-19 was like beginning to be a thing but I wore a face mask like so I switched it out when I got off the plane like in Boise so I had a fresh one like when I landed at the airport and then my parents were both wearing them um I disinfected my bag and everything right when I got it off of the baggage claim and then they had a rain poncho for me at the car to cover it which like what does that even do? But like they made me wear the rain poncho in the car. I sat in the back. Um, I took my own bags in and everything. Um, they like, so whenever I eat, they give me like everything on a tray and I take it into my room and I have like separate dish soap, separate sponge in my bathroom and I wash the dishes when I'm done and I put it back into my kitchen and then my mom like disinfects it with white vinegar or bleach or maybe both. I don't even know, but she like disinfects it and I still only use that set. Like that set isn't like being distributed back into like the household, like kitchenware. And then, yeah, so I don't eat any meals with them. And then I also, like yesterday I went on a walk and I put on a coat and I'm not allowed to hang my coat in the coat closet anymore. (laughs) And there's like a box of like nitrile exam gloves like on the piano and I use those if I need to like go make tea or just like literally do anything. So yeah, I mean like I understand like the, obviously these are like the extreme measures to be taken and I understand like why they're doing it, but it is just like super frustrating because like I came home to like be home and not feel like I'm in a jail cell. And like it sometimes kind of feels like that just because obviously like I can't even like I have to do my three hour class like in my desk. Like I can't even like move around. Whereas like when I was in Boston, I could do that. Like I could go into my living room or I could sit in at the dining table or I can like, you know, switch up where I'm sitting. But like here, I'm just sitting at this desk like 85 percent of the time. That's, like, so funny because that's the whole reason why I came home. Like, yes, I do have, I live off campus um, in Boston, but I just felt like I was so confined to my room Um, because, like, I live with four guys, and so they would be, what, like, playing FIFA in the living room or making noise in the kitchen and all that, and it was just, like, I couldn't go into the living room to do homework or, like, I couldn't go there to do my workout because everyone's like walking around and like chatting and doing all of that Uh um but like once I've come home that's how I've become so much more productive because I wake up in the morning I go out to into the living room to do my classes and then I go work out in the living room and then I go out for a run and all of this so I feel like we're on opposite like spectrums no definitely I think like things will change a lot too when I'm like finally allowed to like leave when are you finally allowed in how many days 14 days 14 so days? Two days, so 12 more days, yeah. We should do a countdown for you. You should put Honestly, it on, like, a little whiteboard and cross off the days. Like, you're about to be released back into the real world. <laughs> I know. I can't even, like, drive anywhere or, like, go. Like, I, yesterday I went on this, like, reflective walk, and I was so close to Target that I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I might as well just, like, go to Target. Like, I just wanted to do, like, some type of normal thing. But... I will say within this time, I've discovered like so many things are available via technology. Like you can do yoga, like whole simulations of yoga. You can do like Zoom workout classes. And that has been like super nice just because I feel like 
I mean, honestly, I hope everyone emerges from this like the most fit version of themselves because they have so much time that they can just do so many workouts like all day long, you know? As we speak, my mother is full on doing a Pilates class in our living room slash kitchen. <laughs> she has, I don't even know, what, like I literally walked out of the room just to like come into the closet to be soundproof and like whatever. And she has her full on like legging and like workout set on her headband and it's a Pilates workout. It's on the TV. And I'm like, mom, I'm going to join you next time. But I love that. That's um, so cute. Yeah, no, my family were pretty like fitness oriented people I guess um so ever since I've come home I've done half an hour or an hour workout with my brother every single day um and then sometimes we go to the tennis courts um we're in Texas like there's no way you can be six like less than six feet apart from someone like you if anything you're like 60,000 feet away from people um but we go play tennis and we're out there for two and a half hours and it's just so nice because it's like 80 degrees out and the sun is shining and I'm like tanning on the courts and it's just so like nice to run around and feel like a kid again you know like back in the day when Mm -hmm. it's like oh mom I'm gonna go out and play for a couple of hours and come back in this is what it's like now that's so nice like because we have so many responsibilities all the time that it's like you don't normally just like go out and do whatever and now it's like that's the only thing you can do is like go outside and be you know just do active things again now I know what it feels like to be you know like a dog (laughs) when you're cooped up in the house all day and your owner comes back and they're like so excited to go outside this is exactly what I feel like no and okay that's a perfect segue into um kind of talking about what this like quarantine time um this like slowed down time has allowed us to do that we normally wouldn't be able to do when we're living our quote-unquote normal life I would definitely say I've never been so well rested in my life did you read that like, post on Instagram? Ever. I'm sure you've seen it. It's like, I just had 14 hours of beauty sleep to wake up, <laughs> to wash my hands, and do a whole lot of fucking nothing. <laughs> That's literally what it feels like. No, it like, I just, I feel like I've been going to bed so early and I'm like, why am I going to bed so early? But then I'm like, there's absolutely nothing else to do. Like normally the time before bed is when I'm like, oh, I'm like, you know, going on my phone then or like watching Netflix or like doing those things that I just do like all day long anyways now that it's like, (laughs) I go to bed so much earlier. Another thing too is I think like, okay, overall, this has been such a weird slash cool almost like experiment on people because I know a lot of people like their full-time jobs they work from home and so a lot of people will say oh like you work from home like that must be so great like and all these things that people kind of like aspire to have and now like the entire country no the entire world is being forced to like work from home and a lot of people are realizing like how much they crave like that face-to-face intention and or like a removed workspace from their like actual workspace and so I think it's really cool to see kind of how people like a lot of mundane tasks that people hated doing um or like a commute that people hated like processing through like there's I'm sure you've seen this meme too where like the people stand holding their like shower curtain rod pretending <laughs> yes to I like... did the, the man <laughs> and saying it's like do your daily normal activities like something in New York City or something like that yeah yeah and like I think it's so funny but it's like those little parts that we take just so for granted and like for myself it's like waking up early and walking to class I was 
always taking that so much for granted. And I remember like the, the two or three days that I was in Boston still doing like online classes before they like kicked us off campus. I was like, oh my gosh, like the things I would do right now to like be able to walk down, you know, Calm Ave and like I hated walking around people and having some people to weave through. And I'm like, I would just like kill to have more people right now, like around me. Like that was just such a familiar feeling. And so I think like when we all like, emerge from this and when things like get better I feel like we will just be so much cleaner first of all because I feel like I've never seen so many people like so aware of just like good sanitary practices which we always should have been aware of regardless but now people are just more sensitive to like the different choices that they're making and then also how people are going to be so much nicer to each other because we always just take so many like little interactions all day for granted but now I can truly see people like taking the time to like thank one another or like look at one another or smile at one another because like there was such a long time that we couldn't do that with people face to face I completely agree like I kind of feel like this is a simulation (laughs) um you know like we're all just put in like a simulation for for us to realize that our world is not gonna be here forever oh and that I feel like I like I'm not super religious or any of that but I kind of feel like this is the universe's way of just forcing us all to slow down and figure out our shit mm-hmm. and like you know how normally on a normal day a bunch of people complain about how oh my gosh my day was so busy I'm so tired and I have no time for family and I have no time for this and that and like I was one of those people like I'm not gonna lie but this time has really just allowed me to slow the fuck down And I think a lot of people needed it and they just never gave themselves time for it. And as bad as this virus is and all the deaths and everything, it's, I think it's an amazing way for our world to realize what we need and what we need to do moving forward. Yeah. Personally, I am already appreciating all of the things that I can't do on a normal, like normal day. For example, you saying like walking down Calm Ave or for me chasing the bus or like missing the bus Mm -hmm. um, and then having to commute an hour to work all that. Like I totally miss that. And when this is all over, I will never take another day that I can like leave my house for granted. Oh yeah. Like so much. Yes. Like there were just so many. Oh, also so funny because like I was talking to Hannah about this and I was like, yeah, like, remember how everyone would always say, like, self-care Sunday? No, it's, like, self-care life now. <gasps> no, seriously, it is self-care life now. Um, no, and um, you were talking about how, like, you want to see people being the most fit version of themselves when this is all done and over and, like, we can finally emerge into the real world. I feel like there's going to be two kinds of people. There's going to be those kind of people who come out like looking the best shape they've ever been in their lives. And there's also going to be a huge increase in like obesity. Oh yeah. Not just in America, but like around the world because, okay, quarantine snacks are so dangerous. Like sitting at home with nothing to do. You're just watching TV, doing work and the pantry is right there. It's so hard for me not to get up and walk over and like grab a snack. Oh, yeah. Like, I feel like when there's nothing to do, you're like, well, bored of Netflix, now to eat. And then you do something else and you're like, bored of that, now to eat. It's just, you have, like, more it's like time to snack. eating. Yeah, most definitely. But also, it's like, on a normal day, we're, like, at least getting out of bed, out of the house, to school, to work, and then commuting, and you're still, like, moving, correct? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But a lot of people now, when they're confined to their house, you're moving from your bed to sitting on the couch to laying on the floor to walking to the kitchen to sitting at the dining table yeah 
definitely less motion also it was so funny my friend Thomas he was like yeah I feel like there's gonna be two types of people that emerge from this there's gonna be the people who are like you know star chefs or like super fit and then there's just gonna be people with like drinking problems and I was like oh my gosh but it's so true I feel like I saw a meme the other day sorry to cut you off but I saw a post the other day and it said something about how uh drinking alone before 2020 and it listed saying it was like depression alcoholic Uh and another like very negative term it goes drinking alone in 2020 hero yeah I saw that that was because yesterday I was like asking my mom was like oh like when do you want dinner and I was like this time and then I was like I was like please make sure I have a large glass of wine and then my roommate sent me that that thing where it's like oh my gosh you're such a hero if you drink alone like you're saving lives and I was like wow Oh gosh, it's the so... amount of memes that have come out of this Literally. virus, like, as, okay, like, I find these memes just, like, a way for me to detox away from the negative news that we're already, like, consuming every single day. I feel like laughter is, and humor is so important during this time. Like, oh, yes, yeah. this is a very serious problem that everyone's dealing with and but what are you going to do if you're just gonna be so negative and think all these negative thoughts throughout this entire thing because we don't know when this is going to end so are you going to sit there and sulk for three months or can you like actually change your attitude and see it in a different light yeah no most definitely because I mean I it was so funny there was this it was like one of the meme posts, I guess. And it was like schedule like during, you know, quarantine slash social distancing. And it's like, wake up four seconds forgetting that COVID-19 exists, goes back to reality. And then it talks about like alternating between like scary news and then you like read memes. I mean, before this, this is like so shameful, especially because I'm in calm, but I never had um, the like news apps on my phone. I like literally Mm -hmm. deleted the one that Apple like pre-installed on your phone and then I like didn't like I would read the Boston Globe and New York Times like occasionally but because of this I downloaded like the two apps and now I just get like notifications every hour I I always joke around I was like it's always a guessing game you know it's either going to be about the stock market crashing or it's going to be about some important person that I probably don't know about that has somehow like now tested positive today it was like the Harvard president and I was like oh okay Mm -hmm. oh the Harvard president (laughs) yeah he tested positive. no way yeah and I was like this is it's always a guessing game because I see it like when it comes up but I can't read it yet and then I'm like hmm what's it gonna be so that's always been like really interesting but I definitely feel like yeah memes and just like making like Like, you know, it just kind of, like, relieves everything because, like, we do get, like, the media has just been insane. I mean, just, like, from my own, like, family, just because the whole COVID-19 media and press have been kind of prevalent in our conversations well before it's hit the U.S. because of, like, the whole study abroad thing. So I had to follow it really closely to see, like, travel restrictions when I didn't know, like, what was going on. And before, when it wasn't as prevalent in U.S. media, and it wasn't as prevalent in the U.S. like physically, my parents were very logical about it. They were very like, oh yeah, it's like not a big deal. Like, you know, it's it's like the symptoms are super mild and there's like a lot of, you know, there's serious cases, but there's more people that like recover from it to just like full 180-ing to being like so paranoid about it and just treat like, again, not to say that it's not a serious thing because I'm all for like, I think people definitely need to stay home. I think there's a lot of ignorant people, especially our age, who are just so, they can so easily um, transmit the disease and bring it with them home to their families without knowing it, that it's necessary for us to stay home. But I also feel like in just looking at like the mortality rate and just how like how it's affected people I feel like my parents are acting like this is the end of the world and that's solely because of media and how the media has kind of like changed 
how this is all perceived and the facts and it's so easy to like list facts as quote facts or take something like out of context so I've always said it's like the biggest um what is it infodemic and I stand to that like by this day no that's amazing um yeah no I think yeah people didn't take it so seriously towards the beginning for example like I would say even over spring break, people weren't taking it so seriously. Oh, yeah. It's only been, what, a week? And a bunch of people have turned to the other side, which is the super serious, like, definitely stay at home, don't go out. But obviously, there's still that handful of people who are partying it up in Florida and still going on the beaches and stuff like that. And that really makes me mad because I I kind of feel like... I don't know if you saw Sonia's post the other day, but I related it with it so hard. I feel like a kindergartner oh, yeah. who keeps losing recess time because uh-huh. one or two people will not follow directions. No, 100%. Like, I remember there was just so many things like people were like, oh, I'm just going to Miami. And I'm like, well, yeah, but like, so is like literally everybody is going to Miami. Like people from other countries are going to Miami. And like, I just saw so many people make like very ignorant choices. Like not like obviously you and I both traveled. You went home. I went to Canada. I went in a car, which I think is like obviously different. Like, should I still be on it? Like, maybe not. But like, it's definitely like, you know, there's different circumstances, but there are some people who like fully flew very internationally to like international hubs like all around the world and especially with like people that went to Miami too is like they just thought like the U.S. had this like safe border around it that like for some reason like whenever you flew back to the U.S. like you didn't bring anything with you and now you're safe and like whatever happens like the U.S. has technology to fix it or there's medicine that can fix it and I think this is just a such a reality check for a lot of people that we don't have those things. You know what I mean? Like there's US healthcare system, that's a whole different topic for a whole different day. I was reading this God thing, bless this us. article and it was saying how many like um staffed hospital beds there are in the entire nation. It's under a million. It's like nine hundred and twenty five thousand. And my friend That's was why like, they're gonna be opening up like if anything gets worse, especially in Boston, they could yeah. be opening up the dorms to be like they are they are yeah there's like plans yeah there's like plans like that's why they're making everyone leave campus like just because there are these like big buildings with like mostly semi-private bathrooms and private rooms like just in case that needs to happen and so I think it's just so fascinating because so many people have always like thought because of like my geographical location or my citizenship like I am now safe from this thing and now like I think people realize that like things like viruses don't see like your country of origin and they don't see like these things like it affects everybody like the same way yeah this virus sees no race sees no color like if you are a human being you can get it yeah no matter how healthy you normally are or no matter how like immune your immune system is normally like no like one of um remember crap I don't want to say his name but I told you about him how he went on a cruise ship with his parents over spring break mm-hmm. um with his family over spring break yeah. and he was a co- like a d1 college football player um and all of that and he got the freaking virus and he texted me the other day and was just <laughs> trying to check in on me and we were chatting um and I like was so surprised to hear from him and he was like yeah I just got tested for it I'm gonna get the results back I don't know if he got the results back but I'm gonna wait and like text him about it yeah. um and he's like I've been feeling like shit and like he's he said a couple of symptoms that I was like holy cow like, this man has, has it. it he's gonna yeah. die and I, I don't want him to die he was such a he's sweet not gonna boy. die he's gonna be fine <laughs> 
Um, yeah. If he, like, takes care of himself. But, no, I like, there was this one kid, too. Goes to BU. I saw. There's a kid in my core class that got it. No, no, no. I don't, I just, no, no. But this kid, he, like, like, after, this was, like, after spring break. Like, it was, like, literally the Monday after spring break. Posted on a story he was going on a cruise. I was, like, did you not just see that, like, everybody who was discharged from this cruise ship, like, had it? Like, you're basically loading yourself onto a large moving Petri dish. Like, what are you doing? Speaking of cruises, my mom was just saying how it's so terrible that um, a bunch of cruises, they aren't allowed, like, they're, you know the people who work on cruises, right? Yeah. There's a lot of people who work on cruises, and so these cruises aren't allowed to, um, like, dock because no countries are, like, willing to have them dock and, like, let the people off because they're, like, we don't know who has it, who doesn't have it, and yeah. it's just not safe for us to let you guys back on land. So yeah. there's just these cruises out there at sea with all their cruise workers, and they just can't dock anywhere for the next two weeks. That's so sad. I mean, there's no, like, cruise people, though, right? So at least they can have, like, space to, like, spread out, and they don't have to live in, like, the crew yeah. member quarters. Okay, that's good. Yeah. As much as, like, yes, this shit, this shit show, it's literally a shit show, um, has killed so many people, took so many lives, this and that. I don't know. I I see positivity coming out of this when this is all over. For example, for an, for our environment, um, the Venice waters have never been so clear as it is right now. The pollution in China has oh yeah the pollution rates have dropped significantly. Um, I don't know. I think with all the bad stuff that happens, there's some good stuff that comes out of it. You know. Yeah, there's definitely. I feel like this has just been a very big lesson for a lot of people, and we still have a lot to learn, but it was definitely, like, an awakening that was very and necessary. I think, I think i rather it happen this way than it being slower. I think why it was such a rude awakening, it kind of was like a slap in the face, because it happened pretty much overnight. Remember mm-hmm. how we were together in Boston on that Sunday t- uh, at the photo shoot? Yeah. And then on Tuesday, this shit was, like, cr- like grew immensely yeah. at that point yeah um so i feel like it was pretty much like an overnight thing where it blew up in the u.s yeah i think definitely too had to do with like how testing works and again like pe- people's like false perceptions of how medical testing works because a lot of people think like mm-hmm. oh it's an instant test and i'm like no it's really not you have like, to wait honey yeah so it's not necessarily like oh like a lot of people are like oh these rising cases and i'm like the cases were there all along it's just now people are getting symptoms now people are getting tested and the tests are like slowly trickling back in so it's like the disease has been there the whole time you've been spreading the disease and right. people were just so unaware of it because they were like oh this would never happen here or like a lot of this will thought, never like, happen to me, you know? Like, yeah, it never happened to me. Or people, like, associate, like, oh, it's, like, associated, like, with China. Like, we're so unlike China. So, like, this would never happen here. And it's, like, but are you, though? Like, no. And now people are realizing it's, like, ah, oh, shit. Like, in New York, how many cases are there? Like, So almost... many cases. So many cases. I know. It's insane. And, like, they just sent the National Guard to New York. Um yeah. Freaking California has a curfew. I feel like just people... I don't know. Like, I'm just, like... Just why can't you stay home without the government having to, like, mandate a curfew just because those three, four families won't, like, follow the rules? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. people, or states are having to do the most extreme measures because people aren't freaking listening. And at that point, it's like they have to they have to do what they have to do. Well, this goes back. Oh, my gosh. I'm about to be, like, such a nerd. It goes back to, like, Hofstede's The Cultural Dimensions and the individual. Have to go back versus, to what? Um, Hofstede's, like, the d- dimensions of culture. 
like the I have no idea what that is. Okay, Can so you please inform yeah. me. <laughs> so Hofstede is a I think he's a sociologist. He came up with these different kind of spectrums on how countries lie. There's like um there's like high uncertainty, low certainty, uh avoidance. But the one that I always talk about and always think about the most is um individualism versus collectivism. And mm-hmm. it it's kind of like communism versus capitalism, but also not really. It's more of just like um like a mindset. So like in the U.S., it's very much so like oh if you go to if you go to like a good college you you bring success for yourself like you know it's like very much so like I want to be successful make a lot of money like for myself but like in more like Chinese culture for example it's like you want to do well and bring success for your family you want to like raise right. your family and so I think like most of the time like why people don't follow through with these kind of social distancing and stay at home orders is because they have such an individualist mindset is it's like well, why are they telling me, like, what to do? Like, for example, one of my friend's parents, he was like, people need to stay home. Like, he fully said that. And then he still went to work, and he still, like, traveled all the time. And then someone he worked with um, ended up testing positive for it, and then they're like, you need to self-quarantine. And he was like, why do I have to do that? Like, that's so dumb. Like, why are they telling me what to do? And it's like, that's literally the individualist mindset, like, right there. Like, he doesn't want to be told, like, what to do versus like in other places it's like so China. It's selfish. Yeah, and like in China, like people now. are like, oh, if I do this, if I if I do this and sacrifice this, like it's for the better good, and they're like more willing to like sacrifice that. Yeah, I'm taking this experience like I in the beginning was extremely hard for me, um, like mentally and emotionally to like handle like having to sit because I'm such a person that on normal days I'm only home between like 11 p.m and 6 30 a.m and then I'm out of the house doing my thing again um so it took I it took me a while to kind of adjust to it but the best thing that has come out of this for me personally is that I have been able to kind of figure out what inner like my inner peace and that's been something that I've been working on for a while now and I really couldn't do it because there was so much going on on around me with my busy life and everything but now it's just like with in the past two weeks I've kind of sat back and really slowed down um, my thoughts and like I've been journaling a lot and reflecting a lot on like my life and my actions in the past three months when things weren't going so well and kind of like figuring out who I am and what I want to be during this time, how I want to grow and how I want to come out of this situation. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. I don't know. I've just been very like digging deep and like doing a lot of soul searching re- recently. And if anything, like I would have never been able to go through that and I'm still doing it now. Um, but I would have never been able to do it, have this virus not hit and have we not been able to like sit home and be mm-hmm. quarantined. Yeah. As much as I was working on it, like, before, I just couldn't because it'd be, like, sitting and journaling for 30 minutes right before bed when I'm, like, yeah. freaking knocked out already. Um, but now it's, like, there's really nothing to do. So sometimes after, like, I finish, like, my core meeting or working online, I literally just sat there for, like, a, sit there for an hour and I'm just, like, okay, so what do I have to work on with my heart and my mind? I don't know. I sound so freaking cheesy right now, but no, that's literally very, what like, I've been reflective doing. reflective time. So I understand, like, what you mean. I'm sure a lot of people can relate to like being able to slow down a lot more if you've been going through tough times or like shit like this is the perfect time for you to distance yourself away from like toxic people toxic situations toxic things and really dig deep and figure out what is it that you want and like how do you want to move? this is the perfect time for you to 100%. learn to let go and move on wow. that's what that's i actually worked out on. really well 
thank you guys for listening to this first virtual episode. We're definitely going to be doing this more this semester and having like you know more time to release more content because we did talk about bringing on guests previously i obviously it's a little bit more difficult to bring on guests when we're operating so virtually so that's probably going to be put on hold for now so you guys are just going to be stuck with our annoying voices yes. for the rest mm-hmm. of Sorry, guys. time but yeah remember to stay inside um go work out every single day if you need a workout go on my instagram there's i just <laughs> uploaded so a workout video yesterday um and yeah just please stay safe stay healthy and be kind to one another because this is especially a time where everyone needs it reach out to people that you haven't reached out to in a while facetime someone tell someone you love them yeah facetime um, us and make sure to follow our twisted tea instagram as well as just our personal instagram if you have any like oops if you have any topics that you want to talk about just let us know and we would love to talk with you and with that we hope you have a fantastic rest of your day we love you so much we can't wait to speak to you guys again see you later Uh,